and welcome everyone to tonight's podcast, uh, Willis and Nathan's pod, Extreme Podcast, excuse me, and it's just me, Ryan Silver, tonight for the podcast. Um, Willie is on his uh, virtual vacation right now as we speak, and he'll be back with me uh, very, very soon, I believe two weeks from now, June 6th, for our summer finale coming up just in a couple of weeks, two weeks from now, so be on the lookout for that as um, tonight on just me, Ryan Silver, like I said. And before we get into our podcast uh, tonight, uh, tonight's show is brought to us by The Flash final season, the final run for The Flash final season on The CW uh, this season. And um, if you guys have not checked out The Flash, make sure you guys uh, check it out. I have seen it before, and I don't watch it that much, but, you know, I do get a chance to check in here and there and see how it's going. But uh, we have a lot to get into tonight for our podcast, so without any further ado, let's get right into the top stories for tonight's podcast. And uh, let's kick it off uh, this time around with some birthday shout-outs. So let's start off with the one only Constance Towers, who is 90 years old today, celebrated her birthday actually over the weekend on the um, 20th on Saturday. So a uh, high birthday to Constance Towers. Also, not only that... Um, happy birthday as well to um, Joefully Love, who plays um, Violet on General Hospital, the on-screen daughter of uh, Finn, Her- um, uh, Finn, who played by Michael Easton, and uh, Hayden, played by Rebecca Buddy. Happy birthday to her as well. And last but not least, guys, let's say happy birthday to uh, Clay Monaco, who uh, plays Sam McCall in General Hospital. Uh, you know, it's her birthday today as well. So, so happy birthday to the one and only Clay Monaco as well. I hope the three of them had a great uh, had a great time for their birthdays, especially Clay Monaco today, uh, <clears throat> since it's her birthday. So, happy birthday to you to you guys as well. And um, also, let's check in with what's going on for tonight's. Um, Podcast when it comes to the news. Um, let's see here. You guys have not seen today's General Hospital. Stephen A. Smith from ESPN appeared on Tuesday, May 23rd episode of Tamron Hall's Custis Role on General Hospital and where he sees his future heading. So make sure you guys check it out if you guys have not seen the episode today on the Tamron Hall episode. And let's see here. Also, heads up, if you guys, for those of you who have seen um, the series Venice, the series um, co-created and second produced by Chris Chappelle, um, there it's been put on hold to the writer's strike coming up. So uh, until there's a deal made, so make sure you guys watch out for that. Uh, when it comes to Venice, uh, a show co-created and produced by. The one on Chris, Chris Chappelle and many others who are a part of that project that's been going on for now, well, actually six seasons. So um, we wish um, all of them, including Crystal, the very best when it comes to the best, the series. And we hope that show does come back on uh, when the writer's strike is all said and done and it's over with. And if you guys do not know, um, when it comes to Disney Plus and Hulu, uh, shows on there like Big Shot, The Mighty Ducks, Game Changers, Dollface, and Willow are among the nearly four dozen shows being removed from Disney Plus and Hulu. Um, it's a big loss, I know, for um, you know those who are 
those who watch those shows, I don't watch that much of them on Disney Plus or Hulu. I think that, you know, when it comes to the shows we have on, you know, right now, uh, whether it's on TV or streaming, I feel that there's way too much to keep up with anyway. So, um, but I do know it sucks for those who are fans of the show. So, uh, when it comes to actors like John Stamos and uh, Josh Jeshamel, who are a part of, I think, the My Dex Game Changers, if I'm correct. So, uh, we'll see what happens from here moving now. Maybe they'll come back in some shape or form on another streaming platform, but who knows. Um, also, let's give a shout-out and congratulations to not only Shamara Moore's uh, show, SWAT, that got renewed, but it's also um, it will also be streaming on Netflix, and it's available right now, so you guys want to check out SWAT. Make sure you guys check out SWAT on Netflix, which is streaming right now as we speak. Uh, the show was also recently renewed, like I said before, for a shortened seventh, seventh and final season by CBS. It was announced a couple weeks ago that the show was canceled, but then I think once Shamar Moore spoke out, um, you know, once Shamar spoke out, you know, the, uh, CBS changed their minds and decided to renew SWAT. So, um, you know, I guess I guess speaking out does help, and you know, it causes a network CBS to you know, rethink their strategies and probably say, you know, maybe we shouldn't go ahead and uh, just cancel, just write out, flat, write flower cancel the show. So uh, I'm glad they brought SWAT back. It's a very good show. And Shamar Moore and the cast and crew of that show have been really holding their own when it comes to the storylines and what's been presented on that, um, on that show as we speak. So, I'm um, sure you guys check it out. If you guys have not, it'll be, it'll be it's now available streaming on Netflix. And also, congratulations goes out to Chandler Massey and Hurricane King, who were a part of Hallmark's Channel's Spring Into Love programming event, which included the professional bridesmaid that starred the two people I just mentioned, Chandler Massey and Hurricane King. It was a hit, and... Um, I have not seen this new show on, uh, or so to say, um, you know, this new, um, this new, I think, movie on Hallmark Channel, but, um, you know, shout out to them for uh, the show being a success so far, so I wish them the very best uh, moving forward on it. But for those shows that have been canceled, uh, such as um, the ones at ABC, we have Alaska Daily. Big Sky and the company you keep ahead of its 2023-2024 schedule reveal has been canceled. Also on CBS, um, the show True Lies has also been canceled too. So you guys are, those who watch those shows, um, it sucks. It's very unfortunate, especially with the writer's strike that we're in the middle of right now. Um, you know, maybe they'll come back at some point, but I think the longer the show, not the show, but I think the longer the writer's strike um, for, um, WGA continues, you know, I don't think we're going to get these shows back. And I know that Willie was not very pleased when he first heard about, you know, these shows getting canceled. I know that, uh, he loved a lot, uh, Big Sky and the company you keep too. I love both of those shows as well. And I have not get, had a chance to see Alaska Daily. Um, you know, again, you know, there's so much, so much stuff going on on TV and streaming, it's hard to keep up with, so, um, I wish all, I wish the actors and actresses the very best on all three shows, including True Lies as well, 
that was canceled on CBS2. So, um, I wish all of them the very best. And let's see if there's any other news that you may or may not have missed. And you know what? That seems to be about it for our top stories for tonight's podcast. So before we get into our recap of daytime soap bottles, we're going to take a quick uh, music commercial break. And we'll be right back right here with more on Willie and Nathan's Extreme Podcast. So um, stay tuned, guys. We'll be back with more right here. So don't go anywhere, guys. Stay with us. Extreme podcast, and for our recap on um, this week's soap operas and daytime so far, let's get into General Hospital. And um, I have to say, I was very in, in, intrigued, interested in what happens so far when it comes to GH this week, starting with Monday's episode of General Hospital, where we have uh, Drew and Carly and the two of them coming up with a um, trying to come up with a plan to get the SEC to back off, and so. I guess they pretty much thought that maybe if they could go after Tracy, it could get Ned to back off, but I really don't know how that's going to work, because knowing Tracy, she is going to be, uh, she is a force to be reckoned with, and, you know, messing with Tracy is one thing, but, you know, can you be able to survive and, you know, get through it all? I don't think they can, but... We'll see what happens with it moving forward. But uh, speaking of Tracy, um, the conversation she had with Chase today, not today, but yesterday, was very intriguing and very uh, interesting. Um, you know, pretty much, you know, Tracy was trying to convince Chase to, you know, work things out with Brooklyn and, you know, tell her, tell him everything about Brooklyn and that the fact that, you know, uh, so the two of them can have a relationship again and. Chase was trying to be very respectful and not trying to step on any toes, but knowing Tracy, she just couldn't help herself. And I just have a f- bad feeling that, um, you know, uh, I have a bad feeling that Tracy, you know, since, since she wants Brooklyn as a spy, when it comes to deception, she is going to 
you know, not only hurt Brooklyn, which is also going to hurt a lot of people when it comes to deception as a whole. So, you know, I do think that Tracy should you know, tread lightly, but knowing Tracy, she will not do anything of such of that nature. So, but she was not wrong when it came to what she said about Chase, about, you know, him, you know, about how Chase sees everything as perfect in a way and that, you know, uh, you know, if she, if he, if she wants to, if, if he wants to be with Brooklyn, then he has to accept her for her flaws. And I do believe that's very true. You know, Chase has certainly has this perfect, you know, um, perception of what he wants to have when it comes to a, a relationship with other women, including Brooklyn. But Brooklyn is very flawed, as we've seen ever since she came back to Port Charles. So um, when it comes to uh, Brooklyn Chase, I'm glad that... You know, I'm glad that, you know, at least we had that scene between Ch- Tracy and uh, Chase the other day, Monday's episode. But I do feel that it's not Tracy's, you know, choice to step in and, you know, make things, you know, better. She's kind of making things worse for Brooklyn. But, you know, Tracy doesn't care. She just wants what's best for her granddaughter in a way. And I have to say, having Gregory come in and, you know, um, having Gregory come in, and defend his son, which was very honorable. Um, but I do feel that, uh, you know, maybe he kind of made it a little worse because Tracy still does not care. Finn also came in and talked with Tracy privately and told her that, you know, maybe we should let Brooklyn and Chase handle this, you know, themselves. But obviously, you know, Tracy feels, um, you know, Tracy feels that if Brooklyn doesn't see Chase for who. Uh, he is soon, you know, she will open her eyes for her granddaughter. So, uh, Tracy doesn't care at this point. Now, moving on from that, we also have, um, the situation going on between Michael and Josh dealing with Dex and Sonny. Um, and I, I was on Michael's side when it came to what, you know, he was telling Jocelyn and Jocelyn, you know, was very frustrated with Michael because she thinks that Michael was giving up, but I could also see Michael sign this because, um, you know, um, you know, Michael said, Michael, you know, he hired Desky Info on what say, what Sonny has been doing as of late, and he got lots of money. Sonny wasn't arrested, so he's not looking for information. And Michael says that, you know, to Josh, that you want him to stay because Josh is like, you don't give a damn how he feels. And Michael says, you do. To Jocelyn, and um, you know, um, Michael can't do it because he promised Willow, and Josh was just all like, Willow can't see all the danger that is around Sunny, and Michael told her that, that Willow helped him see that blowing up the family side would uh, not would not be very good for Avery and Donna, and um, you know, she pretty much uh, Jocelyn in the end warned Michael that. Um, You know, um, Jocelyn, you know, pretty much told Michael, kind of warned him that she would find a way out for, you know, both her and Dex so that Dex can get out of the mob. But, you know, for Dex, I do think that it's up to him if he wants to be, if he wants to stay and work for Sonny. So just like, you know, Sonny told Jocelyn last week, on, I think on Friday or Thursday that, you know, he wants Dex to come to him and talk with him and find out their future find out, you know, what uh, what Dex wants for his future, whether he wants to be in the mob or not. Now, personally for me, I don't think Dex should be in the mob. 
but that's his choice. You know, I think that in the end of the day, Dex has to be the one to make the decision for himself and no one else, whether Jocelyn likes or not. And Jocelyn has to respect um, the decision that uh, Dex is going to make overall. So I could, I was, I couldn't believe I was defending Michael, you know, after yesterday's episode and after what's been going on since Nina, uh, the whole Nina and Sunny thing and Michael trying to put Sunny away for good, I feel that it was just a waste of time because, you know, look what happened. Michael and Dan decided not to go forward with his plan to nail Sunny to the wall, and here we are. So, um, I guess Michael gets some brownie points coming from me. So, there you go. Then we have, um, you know, Gladys and... Um, Sasha, Cody, Selena, whole situation, you know, Gladys is basically gambling away all the depths and the money that she has and actually using Sasha's money to, you know, protect uh, what um, Gladys wants. And so she goes to Selena and, you know, the two of them make a deal. And Cody knows that something is off when it comes to Gladys. And I do think that, you know, he's trying to appeal himself to Sasha and, and try to show her that, you know, He's really not a bad guy uh, himself. So, um, you know, for me overall, I really don't care about that much about um, Gladys anyway, especially Cody too. I just want the two of them off my screen along with Sasha as well. And I hate to say it, but, you know, what's going on with Miss Selena Wu? I mean, the actress who plays Selena deserves to be on more and... She's a mob boss. You know, she should be wrecking shop right about now. So, um, I really don't care about... I'm starting to not really care about Selena as well. I mean, since they're not even have her on that much General Hospital these days, we'll get to see her on special occasions. So, um, hopefully that all change. But uh, as far as Cody, Selena, and Sasha goes, eh, I can do without them anyway. So, um, and last but not least, guys, we had... Nina and Sunny, and Nina was about to tell Sunny about um, about her role into you know what she did when it came to reporting Carly and Drew to the SEC. But in the end, Sunny proposed, and it was no surprise, no shock that uh, Sunny proposed to Nina. And, and I do think that Sunny really loves Nina. He cares about her and loves her. But at the same time, you know, if that secret does come out. Or when it does, it will not be pretty uh, for Nina at all, and she, and Selena will turn uh, her back, his back on her, or he'll just feel conflicted. And not only that, uh, he doesn't even know about what Michael did, and other things when it comes to Sasha, Gladys, and so on and so forth. These are the people who are connected to him, so it's gonna all come crashing down on Sunny, and um, you know he just I don't think he'll be the same. For the time being, but I think he'll come around. But I just don't see him and Nina uh, coming out on top. So um, I, I do see Carly, you know, pretty much exposing Nina for the SEC call. So um, you know, there's that. In the end, you know, Nina did accept the proposal from Sunny, and now we'll just wait and see what happens next on uh, General Hospital for this, um, you know, for this engagement, which we all know will fail eventually, but, um, you know, um, 
I just think that it's unfortunate because you have a potential, a very good potential pairing in Sonya and Nina, but, you know, the ride for them has been very wishy-washy for the past couple of years since they started moving forward with, as the show started moving forward with, um, with, uh, you know, Nina and, uh, Sonny. Now, let's go to, uh, today's episode for General Hospital. Uh, see we also for this, for this episode of general hospital we also had uh nina uh not nina but we had um spencer trina joss dex you know spencer and dex that kind of got into it uh at the gym today we also had jocelyn and trina co-conspiring conspiring with one another to plan ahead and uh let's see here Okay. Um, see here, we also had um, Curly at the, at the Metro Court walking by Nina at his table as Nina tells Rachel that they were engaged, and Curly overheard and she was uh, shocked, to say the least, not happy. Uh, Dex and Spencer got into a fight. Spencer was livid. Trina calls him on his actions and he defends himself. And the look on Trina's face was pretty much, yeah, right. Um, we also had, um, Brooklyn and Chase making up, so, um, you know, Chase told Brooklyn that he misses her bossing him around and his life was dull without him. She told him that she needs to apologize and was, she was, she was selfish and she knew it was wrong and did it anyway, and that she was sorry and he was sorry too, so... Brooklyn wants to be better for him, and that he says that they were great together. And you also had Finn, you know, with the boombox and with him playing the music and stuff. And it was very, uh, you know, um, it was a very nice scene. I am still very icky on Brooklyn Chase because I feel that the writers need to do very more, showing, need to show much more, excuse me, when it comes to Brooklyn Chase and them getting back together and them being most of all very happy. I just don't think down General Hospital, we don't see, you know, um, a lot of couples happy from time to time. It's just mostly kind of doom and gloom and the storylines and plot points and stuff. But it was ha- was glad to see a happy couple today on General Hospital in Brooklyn Chase. So I guess we'll see what happens next between the two of them. And so um, I guess congrats to Brooklyn Chase on getting back together. Hopefully General Hospital is not dropped the ball, but with GH, it always seems to happen, so there you go. Um, did I miss anything else? No, that's about it for General Hospital, so let's get into um, the spoilers for the coming week. Actually, for the rest of this week, General Hospital heading to next week. Okay. Starting with Tomorrow, the um, the 24th of May, 2023, Ava offers congratulations. Portia and Jordan clear the air. TJ presses Molly. Curse and Drew catch up. Diane warns Carly. Then Thursday, Christina and Sam have a frank talk. Nina is determined. TJ confides in Stella. Curse uh, surprises Portia. Sonia shares important news. Then Friday, May 26, 2023, Diane and Nina clash. 
Anna seeks out Robert. Drew is suspicious. Ned pleads with Olivia. And Will's loved ones rally around her. Then, a week after that, um, the 30th to the 2nd, and actually on the 29th is Labor Day, so there will be an encore of the show from last year. So be on the lookout for that. The 30th, uh, May, Laura hosts an important event. Sonny and Carly confer in private. Nina slips info to Olivia. Drew visits with Sam and Scout. Diane has an agenda. Then uh, 31st, which is Wednesday. Jocelyn impresses Carly. Gregory is contrite. Marshall assures Stella. Anna gets a bad feeling, and Laura develops a theory. Okay. Then we get to uh, June 1st, 2023, on Thursday. Next Thursday, excuse me. Anna is in the hot seat. Valentine surprises Laura. Austin and Ava are interrupted. Jordan hides her disappointment. Trina and Jaws conspire. And last but not least, Ava, um, Friday 2nd in 2023. Ava is gobsmacked. Ned gets into a public clash. Dante cautions Sonny. Curtis puts his cards on the table. And Michael makes an offer to Carly. So, there's a heads up, guys. Uh, Kate Manzai, who plays, now plays Lexi, not Lexi, but Christina Corinthos Davis, she'll be on the show uh, actually this Thursday. She'll, she'll be Thursday that we should be seeing um, Kate, Manzai, Kate Manzai as Christina, and I wish her all the best uh, on General Hospital. Hopefully this time, GH is not, you know, drop the ball and don't mess up. And hopefully we get to see, um, you know, some more Kate Manzai as Christina Corinthos Davis. So with that, guys, we are going to take another quick commercial break. And uh, coming up, we're going to recap so far uh, this week for um, the Young and the Restless, what's been going on in Genoa City. So uh, with that, guys, um, we'll be right back. Sweat 
All right, guys, and welcome back to uh, Willie's Willie's View and Nathan's Extreme Podcast. And let's get into what's been going on for Genoa City for the week of May 22nd of 2023 so far. And um, let's see here. Now, we have uh, Victor and Adam. They were at a society, and the two of them were talking about, um, you know, McCall Unlimited and Newman Media, and you know Adam wanted to actually buy Newman um, Media from Victoria and merge it with uh, actually Tucker. Um, I'm talking about McCall Unlimited, and so that he can have you know he can ship out the other stuff for McCall Unlimited and also you know just um, you know and just um, and just merge the rest of McCall Limited and New New Media together. And Victor was not happy about that. So uh, the two of them had a disagreement about where they wanted to go moving forward for every company. And so, um, uh, you know, I do think that what Adam wants to do for um, McCall Limited and New Media is very risky and very very, uh, ambitious. But I think Adam can pull this off, you know, um, you know, I do think that for Adam, um, he wants to prove that he can be able to get the job done and he could be able to, uh, make, uh, you know, McCall Unlimited, you know, the best that, uh, that, that it can, that it can be. And I have to say, it doesn't really surprise me that Victor told, uh, Victoria about what, you know, her brother was up to when it came to, um, um, you know, when it comes to uh, his plan to take on new media, and you know, Victor, Victor um, told Victoria that Adam wants to bring down the division of new enterprises, which is new media, and you know, I think that them using Tucker's company for Adam to build it back up is one that it's very ambitious and could work, but at the same time, it couldn't, it can't, um, it may fail. You know, Victor could, you know, brought up another company to give to Adam, and it was never really explained why Tucker let his company get such a bad shape in the first place. So, uh, even Ashley brought up McCall Depp, uh, Tucker's Depp, and wants to know why Tucker wouldn't fight for his company. So, it kind of doesn't make really any sense. Uh, but at the same time, Adam knows who Victor is, and anything that happens to him at the hands of his father falls on him at this point. So, if Adam didn't negotiate anonymity and job security, then it's kind of foolish in a way. But I like that Adam is not, um, you know, Adam is very bold and wants to take chances. And so, you know, who knows? But at this point, I really don't want Victoria to win again. I rather want, I want to see Adam come out on top. I want to see him very successful. Now, um, we also had Chance coming by the Abbott Mansion when it came to Jack and Kyle uh, investigating Phyllis, the hotel room that Phyllis was in when she, quote-unquote, faked her death. And the two of them presenting the investigation to Chance was uh, not just funny, but also embarrassed for Jack and Kyle, who were trying to clear Diane's name. I mean, I get all of it, but at the same time, you know, I just feel that it's very foolish what Jack and Kyle are doing, and they should just stop and just let the police do all the work. But at the same time, with the, with the uh, 
GCPD, you know, they're kind of dragging their feet on this, and so it kind of feels very one-sided, but at the same time, Jack, Jack and Kyle are not making, you know, it, they're not making anything better for Diane, so um, I did like Chance telling them off and warning them to not involve themselves into the investigation, so, you know, I guess the evidence that Jack and Kyle found in the hotel room was going is going to be thrown out and it's not it's not admissible so nice try Kyle and Jack uh, then we had Billy and Chelsea don't really care about them as a pairing um, even though I do tolerate them um, you know I do think that there is chemistry between both um, no not my time Scott but uh, Jason Thompson and Melissa Claire Egan who both played Billy and Chelsea but after what Chelsea did to Billy years ago when she violated him that just was not right at all so um, no one Billy and Chelsea still and that's what I feel about that next we had Jack and Billy on today's episode of YNR we had Jack and uh, Billy strategize against Ashley uh, because Billy told Jack that Ashley might be playing a coup um, for um, to take over Jabal Cosmetics due to his devotion against Diane and um, you know trying to clear her name and you know Billy pretty much told Jack about what Ashley is up to and Jack questioned Billy's motives but Billy swore to Jack that he's loyal to him and you know he would not do anything to sabotage uh, Jack and his tenure as CEO about uh, cosmetics and you know Jack thanked Billy and appreciated his loyalty to Jabot and, and since coming back to Jabot Billy has been trying to make things better to try to make things work and you know um, you know I don't know what Ashley can prove to the board directors that Jack is pretty much losing his mind I think we all know that Jack is a fool when it comes to Diane but you know, we still have not seen the other shoot drop when it comes to Diane and what she's up to of her own if she has any agendas. I don't think she would do anything to hurt Jack at this point to blow up any kind of trust that Jack has in her. But I do think the other shoot will drop and it will blow up badly, not just in Kyle's faces, but also in Jack's too. And so, a part of me doesn't have any kind of, won't have any kind of remorse for Jack in a way, but for Jack, he just wants to you know, fall in love and have someone trust in him. So, and Diane has um, his back. So, at the end of the day, uh, it's not going to be very pretty for Jack when it all, when everything comes to, when everything comes to the forefront, so to speak. So, um, but I have to say, I was impressed with uh, Tura St. John, who plays Tucker on YNR, because at the end of today's episode of YNR, you know, Jack comes into the Abbott Mansion and, um, you know, comes to the Abbott Mansion and he is screaming and yelling and wants to actually come down to, um, come downstairs so they could talk things out. And then all of a sudden, then Tucker had snapped and pretty much warned Jack that, you know, to back off Ashley and to not hurt her. And Jack was taken aback. I was taken aback. I couldn't believe it when Tucker defended Ashley. Uh, and we saw that angry side, or angry, you know, um, angry side of, of Trevor St. John when he acts that way, 
when he uh, played Todd on Wanted to Live, I would see that mostly all the time when Todd would, you know, when uh, Charles St. John would play Todd being protective or threatening someone or being a jerk to someone. That's what I think Weiner has to do a little bit more with Tucker from here on out because they just cannot make him this sappy love, sick puppy for Ashley or him being so Joe Coolish. You know, I just think that Weiner kind of dropped the ball, has been kind of dropping the ball with Tucker ever since they moved him in with Ashley and having him be with Ashley. And I love the chemistry that both Trevor and Eileen uh, have. Um, I just want them to be very smart with what they do. We're talking from here on out. If and if it's going one on one against Jack, then so be it. But I do think that Tucker staying up the job comes to Ashley was a very good scene today on General Hospital, not General Hospital, but YNR. Check it out if you guys have not. And I want to give kudos and praise to uh, the great Church St. John for his scenes today with with uh, Jack in the end of today's episode of YNR. Now we have also Sharon. Uh, sharing the server news with Nick because she has been getting so far a champagne bottle and a note from a stranger from someone who has been watching her and you know I do think that this is the part where we're going to see Sharon have a story of her own Nick will be a part of it and um you know um I'm very excited I'm glad that YNR is finally doing something when it comes to Sharon and and I have her here be at the coffee house or at home or whatever, just being alone, or whatever. Because since Ray died, she has been mourning, but I feel that it's been long overdue for her to uh, mourn over Ray, and it's time for her to move on and, you know, try to at least um, search for um, search for what she wants. Now, the person who was stalking her, there's been very, um, there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of, you know, speculation on who uh it could be who of who is um stalking Sharon who is watching her and I think the person who or the character is doing it is uh Cameron Sinclair if that's the character's name played by Susan Walter who plays Diane her husband um could be back on YNR uh playing Cameron Sinclair someone who has history and avenge not avenge but who has a vendetta against um, Sharon and Nikki, so that should, very, that should be very interesting as well, and I'm glad that YNR is bringing Karen back to the fold um, for the storyline too, and I'm glad that Nick will also be a part of the storyline, because uh, both Sharon and Nick were teased for the storyline uh, for May Sweeps, I think, in the beginning of May of this year, uh, and I'm glad that at least it will have it will bring the two of them together, um, <clears throat> so that Sharon can have a storyline of her own, and Nick can get away far away from uh, Sally, so, um, you know, uh, I'm glad that YNR has moved forward on that front as well, so, with that, guys, let's get into um, spoilers for um, The Young and the Restless, and also, let me get into a couple of teasers that, um, that I found out today, so, uh, the first teaser, Jack and Diane's relationship takes a shocking turn, and it feels we're making a pact with Summer. So that's be very interesting coming up. And let's get into uh, let's get into uh, spoilers for the Young and the Restless. Just bear with me, guys. 
okay and any spoilers yes we have spoilers for why not for the week of may 29th 2023 so let's get right into it and we have the um early edition spoilers for YNR for next week. The first one, Victor grills Nate, Sharon learns disturbing news, Sarah makes a confession, and Audra conspires against Nick. Um, all of them sound very good, very intriguing, especially the first one of Victor grilling Nate. Um, I gotta say, guys, uh, I'm looking forward to that happening as well. And Audra conspiring against Nick should be a very interesting one too. Maybe Audra could give Nick a run for her money. Uh, so we shall see what happens next week on the Unrestless for the week of May 29th. But we're going to take another quick uh, music break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the days of our lives. So uh, stay right here. Stay right here, guys, for more right here on Willie, Willie's View and Nathan's Extreme Podcast. So stay tuned, guys. To was your podcast and Nathan, actually, Willie Views and Nathan's Extreme Podcast. And tonight we are uh, about to get into the days of our lives now, so let's get right into it. 
And so far this week on Days has been uh, kind of action-packed. We've had the conclusion. Um, we've had the conclusion of the whole saga between Colin, Talia, Jada, uh, Chanel, Paulina, Abe, and so on and so forth. And um, you know, I do think that you know the actors and actresses did uh, the best that they could with what was given to them. So. Um, So, uh, you know, <clears throat> um, I do uh, commend, you know, those who were a part of it. Uh, I think all of them did the best of what, what was given to them on um, the storyline. So let me just get the recap up here for uh, Monday and today's day. Monday and today's, and today's this is our live, excuse me. So on Monday's episode of The Israel Lies, we had EJ and Nicole in the living room, and EJ was knocking back both drinks and Nicole wasn't drinking. EJ proposes an attempt to steal the thunder from Stefan and Gabby's wedding. Melinda comes in and berates Eric about his uh, skizzy girlfriend. Jay and Sloan give attitude to each other. Sloan picks up on Jay having a sister. Sloan wants to know just how Colin and Talia are involved. Dr. Rafe... Uh, well, Ray Fernandez, excuse me, proclaims Abe to be healthy. Rave calls the bus to get Mayor Carver. On the rooftop, Colin does typical bat guy we're talking. Colin claims to be what Paulina and Chanel made him. Abe was deeply disturbed about the man t- taking Paulina and their lost consciences. Uh, Sloan and Jay continue to snark at each other. Talia calls. She needs Jay to come to her right now. Salem in room 514. And Jay rushes out all of the purpose-holding interview room. Jay grabs keys and leaves. Trask looks at Eric, Nicole Walker, so much, and others. No, she looked at Eric, excuse me. EJ waited for an answer, but Nicole told him he, uh, she wants a simple, sincere proposal on marriage. So EJ gives her one. She turns him down and declares a phrase. Why would he even think of marrying a clinical optionics bleep? Strangely, EJ is shocked that she called him names. Nicole's upset because the only reason she she was asked because because Stefan asked Gabby. Then Eric wants to talk with Sloan. Melinda wants to learn why Eric is a uh, male bimbo. Eric was confused, and Melinda insists on talking to Sloan. Jada and Tully were having a uh, conversation, and Tully tells Jada that that Paulina was in the room with Colin. Rafe uh, Rafe told the units to find the guy that is Abe. Um... You know, since Paulina on the rooftop, since Paulina refused to jump on to her death, not really that was his plan, points his gun at her, and she would just want to jump to her death. Now his plan to shoot is to shoot Chanel and Paulina can watch her die. EJ and Nicole discuss poorly playing way proposal. Uh, EJ confesses he loves Nicole. This fact shocks both of them, which shouldn't since the two of them have a long history with one another. Trash and Eric walk in on the all-purpose room. Travis talks of vomiting. Sloan tries to at one another. Sloan tells of Jada having a huge part in this, so the police are guilty by association. Jada finds a photo filled with newspaper clippings of her mother's death from falling off a rooftop, and the, and the guy was obsessed with his mother's death. Jada's portion of Salem brain has passed away. Tara thinks she might know, 
and um, where they are. Back on the rooftop, um, Chanel and Pauline were shouting. Chanel picks Naruto calling that his father was a predator and evil man. That his mommy found out and lured Chanel to the rooftop. Why is still not clear, but only slightly annoying as Colin from Chanel. She just has a passing acquaintance with the truth. And Colin was going to kill them both instead. Then, um... Uh, we, we, t- we go to, um... The same university hospital where the doctor lets Raven to the mayor's room. And she is awaiting results for the CT scan. Um, A was asking for Polina. A was desperate to have Polina found. A goes to some rare seizure type thing. A as an inner canal brain brain bleed. Raven is going to call one of Abe's sons so they can give consent. Theo is one of his sons, and Brandon, who was Nicole's brother, is his other son. For those that don't know, Nicole was taken aback that EJ was in love with her, and Nicole can't believe it. EJ is waiting for Nicole to say she loves him back. Travis and Sloan discuss Jay's sister being involved. Sloan wants Travis to make a bogus charge to go away and allow Sloan to leave. Colin, back on the rooftop, Colin and Jay were shouting. Paulina passed out. Uh, EJ is upset because he knows Nicole still loves Eric. A point comes up where Nicole can discuss her current situation. Travis tells Sloan that Colin has attacked the mayor who is in surgery, and Colin has kidnapped Paulina. Travis tells Sloan to give up the stupid vendetta, and Eric and uh, Sloan leave the police station. Theo gives Dr. Hubbard permission to operate on Abe. Dr. Hubbard apparently is a neurosurgeon. Rafe wonders what's happening with Paulina. Um, back in the rooftop, Colin has Chanel in his grasp as Paulina passes out. Tell her member she's a doctor and wants to go help Paulina, but Jay won't let her go. Easy and Nicole talk of things to take up time for something happening on the rooftop. And they agree to go upstairs to bed. EJ boops Nicole's nose as he goes to bed. EJ leaves. Nicole talks to the baby. Eric and Sloan talk about Sloan keeping secrets. Sloan tells Eric she had nothing to do with Colin. Eric wants no secrets, so of course we get the fact that Sloan knows Nicole is pregnant with a flashback. Rave calls Jada and tells her voicemail of the spatula to know where she is, and that's what she needs backup. And then finally, Talia broke away from Jada, runs to Colin. A struggle occurs with lots and lots of shouting. Colin and Talia both fall off the rooftop, and that was the uh, cliffhanger for this, for this episode. And I would say this episode on Monday, it was, um, you know, um, it was pretty good. I wouldn't say it was great, but I feel that kind of, even though the scenes with, on rooftop were pretty good, the acting was over the top. There was a lot of yelling, shouting, and it just felt... It just felt like, um, you know, it felt like, uh, in my mind, it was kind of like, just get over just get over and done with and just move forward. Um, so, but I do think that the actors and actresses did the best they could with the scenes and material that was given to them. So, um, I give them props. As we get to uh, today's episode, Israel Lives, on Tuesday, May 23rd, 2023. We had um, Gabby, um, Johnny, uh, Wendy, Eric Sloan, Rafe, Kayla, Abe, um, still on the roof. Jada's pointing gun. Colin. Jada tells Tolly to move. 
Colin and Tyler in a fight. They fall off the roof. All three women look down and start yelling. Paulina wants to get Abe. Rave calls Paulina's phone. Chanel answers it. Abe was in surgery. He's going to call a unit to get Chanel and Paulina to the hospital. Then um, Sloane screamed when she saw Colin on the ground. And just started to comfort him. And Colin tells Sloane that Talia did this. Eric looks over and sees Jay pulling the cloth off Talia. Eric goes over to help. We had Jobby, we had uh, Gabby and Johnny discussing Wendy. Gabby says he, he should call her. Johnny doesn't think he should. Gabby says you shouldn't give up on hope and love. She tells him she's engaged to Stefan, and divorce is almost final. Gabby goes back upstairs with a new bottle of champagne. Then we have Chanel pushing Paulina in a wheelchair while Rafe is in the hospital. Paulina got Paulina got excited, um, asking Abe asking where Abe is. Chanel says she needs to stay calm. Rafe tries to talk to Paulina about Abe, but she won't be quiet. Eric and Sloan walk in. Paulina is upset and says to get her out of here. Rafe tells Sloan that Colin is in the trauma unit. As Sloan leaves, Rafe tells Sloan to stay away from Paulina. Eric decides then to put his foot in the mouth and tell her to stop yelling at Sloan. Rafe tells Eric to look at Paulina and Chanel. Eric goes to Paulina and tells her he's sorry. Eric finds out what Colin did to Abe when he had surgery. Paulina hopes Colin is dead. Paulina says the Lord's Prayer. Eric pushes Paulina to the chapel. Jay walks into Talia's room. Talia has a head bang, has her head banged. Jay tells her the all, the allings saved her life. Kayla comes in. Jay tells Talia that Kayla was a good friend of her dad. Talia was scared. Kayla tells her the animals did a good job getting her there. Kayla started doing a civil exam. She checked Talia's eyes, legs, and arms. Kayla says she'll get an X-ray and leaves. Talia asks Chanel how. Uh, asks how Chanel is. Jay says Chanel is, is and her mom is fine. Talia says she never saw Colin act that way before or anything's got in her hand. Colin told her lies. So she says her parents' deaths wrecked him. Jada asks her why does she care about Colin. Jada says, tells Talia she could have died too. Talia wants to know how Colin is doing. Kayla comes in with Ivy and tells Jada that, that Talia needs to get some help and Jada leaves. Sloan goes to Colin's room. A doctor is there and says no obvious breaks. It's a miracle that he's alive. Doctor will order x-rays and get him pain pills. And Colin wakes up and his, his day to be topless. Someone is mad and we promised he would leave town. Colin said he had to make them pay. He had to make them where he wanted. He had, he had them where he wanted them until Talia had to show up. And Talia pushed him. Sloan asked why didn't he leave. Colin asked if she would have gone to police and gave him up. He's upset because he sees Paulina and Chanel have a good life and their parents are dead. He said he would do it again. Jay walks in and handcuffs him to the bed and then walked out. Rafe and Chanel talk. Chanel gives her statement to Rafe. Talia told her everything. Chanel called her mother and called and answered her phone. She went to the roof where her mother was. Talia and Jay come up. Talia jumped in and she followed the roof. Rafe says, so Talia saved her life. Chanel gets upset and says no. Chanel tells Rave that Talia warmed her way into their lives to set us up. Talia still loves Colin and she wouldn't give get away with, with anything. She spiked the biscuits and stole the key to Paulina's office. Talia still needs to pay. Chanel doesn't want Talia to get away with this. She has to pay. Rave says it's up to the DA. Rave looks up and sees Jada. He walks up and almost hugs her. 
Jason's Colin has been arrested. Chanel jumps up and asks about Talia. She's guilty too. Chanel says if Talia is not arrested, she will call DA and the media. Rave tells Jay she can go home, and Jay says she's still on duty and walks away. Rave was on the phone when, when Kayla came back. When Kayla comes back, she asks where Pauline is. Rave says it's the chapel. But Pauline says, no, I'm not. Erica's pushed her in the wheelchair. Chanel is with them. Kayla says Abe is not in recovery after his surgery. And Dr. Hubbard says his optimistic surgery went well. Pauline wants to see him and can't put his shirt away with Chanel following. Then Colin asks Sloane if she's for or against him. She tells him, you're my brother. Colin doesn't, doesn't, uh, says he doesn't need a sister but a lawyer. Colin wants her to get him out of it. Sloane says the man you assaulted was the mayor, and the mayor's wife and stepdaughter you held at gunpoint. Colin reminds her she's a great barrister. He says that I knew your sister no matter what you did. Eric comes in and behind her, of course, I'll help you. Chanel comes back to talk to Rafe. She asks about Talia. And Rafe says she's in the process of being arrested. Jada comes back in Talia's room. Talia asks about Colin. Jada says he's not going he's not going to die. Jada tells Talia she arrested him and, and now uh she has to do the same to her. Jada puts, puts, pulls the handcuff out the handcuffs, excuse me. And tells Talia her rights, and Jada is crying. She doesn't want to do it, but, um, you know, um, Talia uh, and Colin are arrested. I feel that Colin should have died. I don't know. Maybe that will still happen um, at some point, but I feel that it's very disappointing that Colin's not going to die. There's no need to keep him alive at all. Um, and also, we had, uh, you know, Lee and Gabby filing the divorce. So Gabby is finally free from Lee, and the two of them, you know, uh, <clears throat> you know, can now find their own happiness. So I'm glad that Lee is away from Gabby, and that, you know, um, that he can find uh, a new love for him. Even though I do feel that Lee should at least uh, be gone and show for the time being, since there's nothing to do with him, since he's now broken up with Gabby along with Wendy too. I feel that Johnny and Wendy are a waste of time on this episode. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. And we'll see what happens between uh, Lee from here on out. Same goes for Johnny and Wendy, too. We, don't, we know that Gabby is with Stefan. But with Camila Banus leaving uh, Days of Our Lives, um, obviously they're not going to last again. And it's very disappointing. But um, it is what it is. And since that wraps up Days of Our Lives, let's get to... Um, <clears throat> the rest of the spoilers for this week and also the, the week after that was the 29th of May 2023. Okay, let me get the spoilers here. Okay, for tomorrow's uh, spoilers, Wednesday, May 24, 2023, John arrives in San Francisco to tell Paul about Andrew's kidnapping. Stephen Harris learns why Dimitri is requesting immunity for Megan. Kirsten reminds Megan that she promised to free her. With, her own, with Roman by her side, Kate reunites with Marlena. Thursday, May 25, 2023. Marlena and Brie are disturbed to learn that Kirsten has been released from prison. Kate and Roman have a similar reaction to Megan's presence in Salem. Harris warns Sean that Megan is free. Alexander offers Chloe a job. Then Friday, May 26, 2023. 
Gabrielle Stefan celebrate impending uh, nuptials. Anna lies to Tony about Nicole's secret. Nicole asks Kayla about a paternity test. And EJ is surprised to find Megan in his home. Now that I'm looking forward to find out. Uh, for seeing uh, the scenes between EJ and Megan. Since Megan will be out of prison. And she wants to take her rightful place within the Edamara family. Now let's get to the spoilers for uh, the 29th of May. The week of the... Uh, the week of May 29th, next week, these are spoilers from uh, Super Digest. First one, Eric and Sloan deepen their bond. Johnny has run in with Leo. Gabby and Stefan comes up to Megan. Xander and Gwen clash. And with that, guys, uh, let's get to our next and final commercial break. And we're going to be covering the last soap opera, which is The Bold and Beautiful as we find out what's been going on so far this week on BNB. So stay tuned, guys. daytime soap opera for the Bone beautiful right here on Willis view and nathan's extreme podcast and uh for this week on bnb we had um we, we've had we've been having a lot of stuff going on surprisingly for those that don't know um this month the cast and crew of bnb i'm not sure if it's everyone or uh certain certain cast members but um they have been filming in Italy for upcoming outdoor scenes, and B&B is very well known for um, internationally and worldwide, so it makes sense when the B&B for um, Italy for an event going on, and, um, um, you know, I do think that, um, you know, some people will not be happy with it, some people will be happy, 
um, at the same time, I just think that, um, you know, it's kind of a waste of time for um, some of something to take place. I mean, we all know what's going to happen with uh, Thomas Hope and Liam. Uh, Thomas Hope, I think we all know the two of them are going to give in to their feelings and, you know, um, sleep together. We have Brooke really Hope once again by our friends for Thomas. Um, you know, uh, we also had um, Taylor Feigen and a clue about, about Brooke from Thomas. Uh, and, you know, Brooke still doesn't, still doesn't trust uh, her son, and that's why Hope had to stay, say all those hurtful things to her mother about Thomas. And Brooke was with Taylor and never mentioned one word about it to her. So I do feel that with this uh, friendship that they have, this pattern that they've made, I feel that the two of them are going to have their differences, especially when it comes to the fact that Brooke and Ridge are going to reunite at some point. I mean, it was spoiled that um, Brooke and Ridge were have scenes together in Italy, and two of them were leaning to kiss one another, so no surprise, no shock there. Um, <clears throat> and Hope said to Thomas on this episode that Thomas is a good man, and one that I would like to have around for a very long time. And I I was surprised when uh, Hope said that. I mean, you know, Thomas, I feel that the way that the B&B has written Thomas to be very, very wishy-washy in me. At one point, he is, you know, this good guy. The next point, he is this disturbed, crazy guy who has mental issues or whatever. B&B has to make up their mind. Is Thomas going to be a villain or anti-hero, or is he going to be a mix of both? Because they can't have it both ways. Um, and with the chemistry of both Hope and Thomas, you know, I think BB finally sees the potential and is assigned to go all in on that. I'm glad that BB is doing it, but you know, I just think that um, you know, uh, at some point they're probably going to just go back on it and mess it all up again, like BB always does. Um. And also we had uh, Liam and Bill having a conversation today, and Bill told Liam not to take anything, not to take hope for granted. And um, I thought it was very funny when Liam told Bill that you are the man I'm trying to be. And that was very funny. I mean, because Liam could never be Bill Spencer, and Bill could never be Liam. So despite the mutually voiced mutual admiration of society, and the fact that they're trying to, trying to, to try to, you know, emulate their moves, it's not going to happen. So, I thought that was very funny on that that part there. Um, so, with that, let's get into the spoilers for uh, B&B. Next week, there wasn't really that much to go through uh, Monday and Tuesday episodes of B&B, but um, yeah, let's get into the spoilers for um, next week, for The Bold and Beautiful. <clears throat> okay, let's get to the spoilers for the week of May 29th. Early, early edition spoilers. First one, uh, Force of Creations prepares for an international event. Taylor Brooks' friendship enters a new phase. And Liam is at a crossroads regarding Hope and Thomas. Okay, and with that, guys, we are going to wrap up um, Willie's View, po- Willie's, Willie's View and Nathan's Extreme Podcast. 
I want to thank you guys for um, joining me here tonight. And don't forget, guys, we'll be back solo again next week for another spotlight as we go through uh, recaps of daytime and soap operas for next week. Also, more news about uh, TV and film as a whole, possibly, hopefully, um, you know, another... Um, hopefully, we'll get more updates on the WGA strike and also the potential actor strike that we have coming up, too, if the actors decide to strike as well. And... Um, if you guys want to contact both me and Willie, you can contact Willie at at WillisUPW on Twitter. Also for me, guys, um, at MoneyMac101. Again, that's at MoneyMac101 uh, with a capital M-O-N-E-Y, and we see the numbers 101. Uh, that, that's um, before the uh, at symbol. Sam McCall, I'll see you last morning, Nathan Banks. But I'm actually going to change my name. So I'm still going to have MoneyMac101, but the... Um, other Twitter name for for uh, me, I'm going to change that as well. What what will I change it to? You guys are going to find out at uh, some point this week for the rest of this week. So with that, guys, then saying peace. Take care, guys, and we will see you guys next week. I'll see you guys next week right here on William and Nathan's Stream Podcast. We're going to play some music to uh, close this podcast out. So again, thank you guys for watching, not watching but listening, hearing this podcast and. I am out. Take care, guys. Peace.
Thank you. 